Valkyr is the deity of courage in the face of danger and peril out on the open seas. He stands in open defiance to Umberly and Talos, who both try to claim the sea as their own. I'm Ben Dignan, and welcome once again to Religion in the Realms. Titles Some of the titles Valkyr goes by are The Mighty and Captain of the Waves. Portfolio and Domains Valkyr's portfolio includes Sailors, The Safety of Ships, Favorable Winds, and Naval Combat. Valkyr's listed suggested domains for 5th edition are Tempest and War. Appearance and Manifestations Valkyr is described as a sea captain who carries a shield in one hand and a cutlass in the other. The shield he carries is used to deflect and defend against any nefarious weather directed towards him. His cutlass is called the Captain's Cutlass. It is a plus three magic cutlass which also allows Valkyr to cast weather-based spells. The cutlass also has transformative properties that allow its wielder to turn it into a plus three trident or a plus three harpoon. The harpoon form has an attached rope that is unbreakable. For Valkyr, this harpoon form is useful as once it is stuck in something, Valkyr becomes rooted to the deck of his ship is unable to be moved from the spot. It is not unheard of Valkyr to lend Captain's Cutlass out to his faithful, should they be worthy of it and in great need. Valkyr has a strong and broad build and a full black beard. His sea captain outfit consists of a blue frock coat with gold trim and brass buttons over top a colorful vest and white ruffled shirt. He also wears knee-length trousers, shoes with silver buckles, and a blue tricorn hat with gold trim and a white plume that sticks out the top. Despite the storms that may rage and the waves that batter his outfit, it always looks clean and perfect. He is the captain of Windjammer, his galleon which can carry Valkyr not only across any ocean or sea, but also carries him through the sky. Valkyr is an extremely skilled helmsman and can easily guide any watercraft under any conditions. He loves to be challenged as a sea captain and helmsman and will not shy away from any bad weather or conditions. Valkyr himself has the unique ability to cause any ship he is aboard to never capsize or sink regardless of its characteristics, or the, or the weather the ship finds itself in. In a modified version of the Water Walk spell, Valkyrie strides through the water as it comes up to his knees regardless of the water's depth. He can also calm or disrupt the sea within a one-mile radius of himself. He also has the ability to summon whales, usually orcas and narwhals, to his cause, though there is a small chance whereby a leviathan might also answer his call. Valkyr can breathe underwater without any issue. He is immune to all elemental spells that incorporate water and electricity. Valkyr can also bless an individual and grant them these immunities and abilities temporarily through an ability he has called the Shield of Valkyr. Valkyr has a few reported manifestations. They include... An aurora across the night sky, much like the Aurora Borealis, also known as the Northern Lights. A ghostly ship out along the horizon, 
attempting to guide a lost ship to the nearest port. A silver-colored seagull or albatross indicates his favor, while a pitch-black raven indicates his disfavor. A ghostly wind in which sailors swear they catch glimpses of his form. And finally, Valkyr himself dragging out a small boat with provisions aboard to stranded or lost sailors before vanishing. Personal History A shroud of mystery surrounds the true story of Valkyr's rise to godhood or apotheosis. It is believed that as a mortal, he was a legendary sea captain out of Mintarn who openly challenged Umberly. Despite the threat Umberly posed to him, the sea captain was able to defeat anything Umberly placed in front of him. As such, Valkyr's worship began in the north of the Sword Coast some centuries ago. Before the time of troubles, Valkyr was notorious for being inconsistent in his responsibilities in aiding sailors out on the open seas. Instead, sailors felt it better to placate Talos and Umberly rather than depend on Valkyr. After the Time of Troubles, it does seem that Valkyr has begun to take his responsibilities seriously. As a result, his worship has increased. Personality Valkyr is a chaotic good demi-power or demigod. He often acts to stifle any of the malicious plans and actions carried out by Umberly and Talos out on the sea. Valkyr is prone to sudden shifts in mood, though he is typically jolly in disposition. He is loyal to those who crew his ship. He does and expresses everything with gusto, bravado, and confidence bordering on cockiness. Valkyr lets past transgressions fall by the wayside, but in the moment he can be angered quickly and easily. He also seems to be unusually lucky. Personal Realms In the Great Wheel cosmological model that was used in 1st edition, 2nd edition, and now is the default assumed cosmology for 5th edition, Valkyr resides on the outer plane of Ysgard, which is defined by its shared chaotic good and chaotic neutral natures. His personal realm here is known as Safe Harbor on the first layer of Ysgard, which shares the same name. There is no mention of whether Valkyr resides on Ysgard in 5th edition sources, however I feel comfortable in speculating that he does. Ysgard is a sprawling plain made of sweeping, vastly unsettled landscapes for heroic adventure. The environments are at their extremes. The mountains are tall, the caverns deep, and the storms are strong. Ysgard is made up of floating massive moats of earth that float slowly around one another in constant motion. These moats will occasionally collide, creating earthquakes. Some are smaller in size and are known as earthbergs, while the largest moats are known to be as large as continents. Mortals and souls who reside on the lair of Ysgard can fight and adventure freely without much consideration for their well-being. For if they die, the next day they will rise alive and well to face another challenge. Ysgard is the primary home of the Norse gods, both the Aesir and Vanir, and here they often go about masquerading as mortals to be amongst their various petitioners. In the World Tree Cosmological model used in 3rd edition, Valkyr's realm resided on the Plane of Warrior's Rest, a plane presided over by Tempest. Warrior's Rest is a plane of constant battle with shifting and changing terrain. Much like Ysgard, those cut down will eventually come back to life. 
though the person who is slain must switch their loyalty to that of the person who managed to bring them down. The terrain can be manipulated by an individual by imposing their will upon the landscape. The landscape of Warrior's Arrest is mostly flat, rocky desert with the occasional mesa. Valkyr's realm here is also called Safe Harbor. It is isolated to some extent given that it exists over a large expanse of water rather than rocky desert. Here the waters are calm, though if one was to travel further outward from it on the water, they would soon come to the territory where naval battles are always occurring. In the World Axis cosmological model used for 4th edition, Valkyr still resides on Tempest's plane of Warrior's Rest. Its physical characteristics and properties are no different from that of Warrior's Rest in the World Tree cosmological model. Instead, it hangs in the Astral Sea. Allies and Allegiances Valkyr's allies include the Red Knight, Saloon, and Tempest. Saloon is a guide to Valkyr while he travels the water. Valkyr takes an interest in naval combat, and for that reason he finds himself in the graces of the Red Knight and Tempest. Though these two in particular wish Valkyr would be more interested in naval combat, instead of the protection of sailors out at sea. Enemies Valkyr's enemies include all the four gods of fury, Auril, Malar, Talos, and Umberli. Chiefly, though, Umberli and Talos cause the most issues for Valkyr given the evil actions those two commit out on the sea. Deity and Avatar Stat Blocks You can find the stat block for Valkyr's avatar in the second edition supplement Powers and Pantheons. Symbols Valkyr and his faith have one noted symbol, a thundercloud with three bolts of lightning striking downwards from it, all placed on the face of a shield. Central Dogma from the Faiths and Pantheon's 3rd edition supplement. There is nothing more invigorating than challenging the elements. The feel of wind and spray on one's face and the deck pitching beneath one's feet is the greatest feeling in the world. If humankind is to expand its reach, daring individuals must defy the odds and dare the impossible. The thrill of exploration is sweeter than wine or rum. There's always risks, but without risk, life is empty. Life is to be lived and damned the consequences. One's loyalties are to first to one's mates, then to Valkyr, who protects all sailors. Rely not on Valkyr's hand to always extract you from difficulties, for such is coddling and leads to a lack of challenge and the room to grow. Rather, Valkyr helps those actively solving their own problems by, hoping, by helping their plans work. End quote. Presence of the Faith Valkyr is worshipped primarily in the northern areas along the Sword Coast. His faith is still known in other areas of Faerun, however, and his name is invoked when remembering both ships and sailors lost out at sea. Typically, his worshippers are fighters, rogues, and sailors. The alignment of his followers tend to be chaotic good, chaotic neutral, or neutral good. Given his association with the sea and ocean, Valkyr is little known about inland, but is rather popular within seaside towns and ports. Regionally, Valkyr's church is strong and present in those settlements found along the coast of the Sea of Fallen Stars. Also, Valkyr's worship is prevalent in the northern reaches of the Moonshade Isles, where the Northlanders reside. 
Hero Valkyr is especially venerated, and the people attempt to imitate his characteristics. A traveler would be wise not to besmirch Valkyr while they are traveling among Northlanders. The Valkyrite faith still faces stronger competition from the evil counterparts in faith of Talos and Umberly. Talos and Umberly are far more present in the minds of sailors who fear them. This is reflected by the many shrines and temples built to them in order to serve as a means to placate them along the coast of Faerun. Worship of Valkyr may need to be hidden when in locations dominated by worship of Umberly and or Talos. The Marines of the Seven Seas are affiliated with the Church of Valkyr. The Marines are a small navy set up in the Sea of Swords and the Sea of Fallen Stars. They fight and go up against some of the fiercest sea creatures. The Valkyrite clergy sponsor a fleet within the Marines. Hierarchy and Structure of the Clergy Valkyr's Church is a small organization that is loosely constructed. Each temple has its own rank structure that temple members adhere to, but such ranks have little to no bearing in other temples. In general, most temples follow this rank structure in ascending order. Swab, who is a novice of the clergy, Gob, who is a full clergy member, Seaman, Sailor, depending on how you pronounce it, Bozen or Boatswain, Third Mate, Second Mate, First Mate, Captain, Commodore, and finally, Admiral. In this respect, it shares a structure not exact, but similar enough to that of a navy. The highest ranking member of a temple is recognized as the High Captain. A significant portion of clergy members are captains of their own ships or acting officers on other vessels. Even still, a smaller portion of the clergy are pirates or privateers. Others may maintain and run shipyards or manage merchant fleets. Responsibilities and Duties of Clergy and Worshippers The clergy of Valkyr are to provide support and care to the family members of those sailors who were lost out at sea and any sailor that may be going through hard times. Coin may be invested into sea exploration or long-distance trading ventures, not just for the potential returns, but more so to support the adventurous in pursuing further adventure. Orders and Priestly Bodies Collectively, the clergy of Valkyr are known as Wave Tamers. Storm Harbors are a group of Valkyrite clergy attempting to further the presence of Valkyr in the minds of those living in seaside settlements. Rather than looking to placate Talos and Umberly, they offer up Valkyr as a deity who can protect them against the wrath and ruin that Talos and Umberly present to them. They act as foils when compared to that of their patron deity. They remain calm, dependable, and patient when speaking of Valkyr, so as to hopefully bring in far more people to the faith. Appearance and Dress when carrying out their clerical duties inland, Valkyrite clergy wear flowing robes that are blue and white in color. They are purposely loose so as to catch the wind as it were. These robes are adorned with silver trim. They wear a cutlass on their hip. If they are at sea, they will wear a sailor's outfit that befits their rank in the faith. Some will carry a vial of seawater at all times to serve as their holy symbol. Others will have a piece of jewelry in the shape of Valkyr's symbol to serve as their holy symbol. While adventuring, Valkyrite clergy favor lighter armor and weapons that sailors are known to carry, 
even if traveling on land. Some with enough coin will have specialty chain mail created for them that will allow them to doff it by releasing certain catches and claps. In particular, Storm Harbors wear tunics of deep blue that shimmer. This tunic is accompanied by a white clerical stole. This white stole is decorated with gold embroidery and the shapes of various sea animals and boating, naval, and seaside motifs. Storm Harbors use clubs, quarterstaffs, daggers, tridents, and cutlasses in battle. They do not use armor as it impedes their ability to swim. Rituals Clerics of Valkyr pray for their spells around dawn. The faith of Valkyr has only one holy day throughout the year. It is known as the Shattering and always takes place in spring. This typically coincides with the breaking up of ice in colder climates to allow shipping to commence. Rather than it being a set date, it is said that Valkyr informs his clergy directly when the Shattering is to be celebrated, and it does differ from settlement to settlement. Even in regions where ice does not form, the Shattering is still celebrated. New sails are hoisted in celebration, and at the very least, one new ship is christened as it is let out on its maiden voyage crewed by Valkyrite clergy. There are a series of different ceremonies the Valkyrite clergy perform for those who make a living out upon the open water. These ceremonies are not described in detail, but they do take place whenever a boat is christened, before a ship departs for a voyage, when a ship comes into a new port, and when a ship returns back to its home port. In a similar vein to the clergy of Umberley, the temple brings in most of its funds by those donating to receive Valkyr's guidance and blessing out on the sea. Though you placate Umberly with such offerings so as to direct her evil schemes and intentions away from you. General Locations of Temples and Shrines Temples to Valkyr are purposely built right on the wharves of important port settlements. Most, but not all, such temples are open-air structures built to allow the elements to pass through. Ironwood columns are a common feature in Valkyrite temples. They are carved to be reminiscent of ship masts and colorful sails of various colors and shapes are attached to the columns and allowed to flap freely in the wind. Salt and grime accumulate on the temple's surfaces over the years and is not cleaned off. Poor sailors are allowed to sleep beneath the columns of the temple if they cannot afford room and board elsewhere. Some temples, though, are built underground, and they are modeled after the hold of ships. Much like a ship's hold, they are stacked with provisions that clergy willingly give out to poor sailors and their families. Shrines of Valkyr can be found along the coast of the Sword Coast and the Sea of the Fallen Stars. Specific Locations of Temples and Shrines The most prominent temples to Valkyr can be found in Athkatla and Tathir. The Schooner of the Seas is both the fastest and largest ship in the setting of the Forgotten Realms, and a temple to Valkyr. It is based out of Athkatla, though the ship has traveled extensively to a wide array of places and continents throughout Toril. Its construction and origin is shrouded in a veil of mystery. Shipwrights still have yet to unravel its engineering and construction. Some even speculate that Gon himself made it for Valkyr. The Temple of Endless Waves is another mobile temple to Valkyr, though this one is found on the back of a Zeratan, which is a gargantuan-sized elemental tortoise that travels mostly in the southern region of the Sea of Fallen Stars. 
It is a mystery how Azeratan, which are native to the continent of Zakara, ended up in the Sea of Fallen Stars. But one legend says it was carried by giants from Zakara to the Sea of Fallen Stars during the Time of Troubles. A temple to Valkur can be found in the cellar of a building known as Dolphin's Leap in Velen. The Wave Lord's House is a temple to Valkur raised upon the spot where a temple to Umberly used to reside in Tolnin. The Stormhorn is a temple to Valkur found in Moran. Character Options For 2nd edition, in the supplement Powers and Pantheons, you can find the breakdown for the Valkur-specific specialty priest, the Wave Tamer, and the supplement Warriors and Priests of the Realms. You can find the breakdown for the Valkur-specific priest, the Storm Harbor. I would continue my trend of building backgrounds for each deity's worshipper for 5th edition, but frankly speaking, the sailor background from the player's handbook, or the marine background from Ghosts of Saltmarsh, fit the bill. You could then use some of the gold that comes with both of these backgrounds to then get yourself a holy symbol of Valkyr. Here is a list of subclasses I think would be thematically appropriate for NPC or PC to take if they are a worshipper of Valkyr. For a barbarian, there's the path of the Storm Herald from Xanthar's Guide to Everything. For the bard, there's the College of Swords from Xanthar's Guide to Everything for all your swashbuckling needs. For the cleric, there's the War and Tempest Domain from the Player's Handbook. For the druid, there's the Circle of Land Druid with taking Coast as your option from the Player's Handbook. For the fighter, there's the Battle Master and Champion from the Player's Handbook and Samurai from Xanthar's Guide, Xanthar's Guide to Everything. For monks, there's the Drunken Master Monk. This subclass can be found in Xanthar's Guide to Everything. For Paladin, out of all the Paladins, I would say that the Oath of Devotion Paladin from the Player's Handbook fits best with the Church of Valkyr. For the Ranger, a Monster Hunter from Xanthar's Guide to Everything who goes after evil monsters of the sea. For the Rogue, you have the Swashbuckler, both from Xanathar's Guide to Everything and Sword Coast Adventurer's Guide. For the Sorcerer, of course there's the Divine Soul Sorcerer from Xanathar's Guide to Everything, but you also have access to the Storm Sorcerer, both found in Xanathar's Guide to Everything and Sword Coast Adventurer's Guide. Finally, for the Wizard, there's the War Wizard from Xanathar's Guide to Everything, who has been trained thematically for naval combat. Dungeon Master Options Starting with monsters, here's a list of monsters from official 5th edition sources that would, or I think, would worship and or serve Valkyr. From the Monster Manual, Though they are lawful good, I can see an argument for a bronze dragon who might help the Church of Valkyr or even serve as a worshipper of Valkyr. You also have the Killer Whale stat block in the back. Finally, for Mordecai's Tome of Foes, you could take the Leviathan or the Zeratan. For NPCs of note, you can make use of the following stat blocks from 5th edition sources. From the Monster Manual, you have the Acolyte, the Priest, and the Veteran. From Volo's Guide to Monsters, there's the Swashbuckler and War Priest. From Guildmaster's Guide, though you'll have to reflavor them to fit the setting of the Forgotten Realms, you have the Frontline Medic and the Soldier. From the Ghost of Saltmarsh Adventure Module, there's the Pirate Boson, the Pirate Captain, the Pirate Deck Wizard, the Pirate First Mate, and the Riptide Priest. From Storm King's Thunder, there's the Sea Elf. 
Finally, from the Princess of the Apocalypse Adventure mod module, you could reskin the Crushing Wave minions to be of an alignment who worship Valkyr. So this would include the Crushing Wave Priest, the Crushing Wave Reaver, Dark Tide Knight, Fathomer, and the One-Eyed Shiver. Finally, to wrap up this section, let's talk about magic items that a DM can make use of that the Church of Valkyr would have in their possession. To start, just a note, the favored weapon of the Faith of Valkyr is the Cutlass. Looking at sourcebooks and adventure modules, here are just some of the thematically appropriate magic items that I would personally include or consider. For the dun sorry, from the dun Dungeon Master's Guide, there's Cap of Water Breathing, the Cloak of the Manta Ray, Decanter, Decanter of Endless Water, the Folding Boat, Gloves of Swimming and Climbing, Javelin of, Javelin of Lightning, Mariner's Armor, Potion of Water Breathing, Qual's Feather Token, specifically the Anchor Feather Token, or the Fan, the Ring of Swimming, Ring of Water Walking, Staff of Thunder and Lightning, Trident of Fish Command, Wand of Lightning, and Wave, the Legendary Trident. From the Ghosts of Saltmarsh Adventure module, there's the Helm of Underwater Action and the Pressure Capsule. From Tomb of Annihilation, there's Bob, the magical battle axe that cannot be sunk, instead it floats upon the water. And finally, from Xanathar's Guide to Everything, there's the Cast Off Armor and Orb of Direction. Alright, so thank you once again for listening to Religion in the Realms. If you're interested in keeping up with the release of future episodes, you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes and follow the podcast Twitter account at Realms Religion. These episodes are also uploaded to YouTube as well. Audio versions of the podcast can also be found on Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play Podcasts. The podcast's YouTube channel can be found under Religion in the Realms. If you wish to get in touch with me, my personal Twitter is at ShivsEmbrace, or you can send an email to all in lowercase letters, realmsreligion at gmail.com. Next episode will be on Ogma, Faerunian God of Knowledge. Until next time, may Timora look kindly upon your dice rolls, Helm protect you, and let Thander light your path. Music for this episode, Crossing the Chasm, by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0.